Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I feel like I'm getting involved in beef that I don't have anything to do with. Like, what's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily. The podcast that is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. The place where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky, And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Friday. The weekend is here. And Kendrick Lamar has announced yet another festival performance, Okay. Also, there's a list out of the highest paid rappers of the past year, and some pretty big names are on this list, and there's also some pretty surprising names on the list, so we gotta go through who's paid out here in rap music, okay? Also, Mary J. Blige is getting a brand new movie, and it's going to be based off one of her songs, and it's New Music Friday, so you know we gotta talk about these new releases. But first, please make sure you follow the podcast, please make sure you subscribe to us, thank you, you know we appreciate the love. Now, let's go ahead and jump in. All right, let's start off with Kendrick Lamar. So, you know, no album announcement, but plenty of festival announcements happening out here for Kendrick. He was just announced as the headlining artist for Glastonbury Festival 2022. Okay, Kendrick. He's definitely making some moments out here. I mean, he just put out the podcast. Well, Spotify put out the podcast, but he did an interview on the podcast, you know, breaking down some of To Pimp a Butterfly album. He just did a couple. No, he did one festival last year. He did Day in Vegas, announced that he was at Rolling Loud a couple of days ago, and now Glastonbury 2022. Yeah, you're doing all these festivals. You got to be preparing for something, mm-hmm. some kind of new song, album, anything. <laughs> Must be, man. And also on this lineup is going to be Paul McCartney, Billie Eilish, which I saw, TLC, Burna Boy, Megan Thee Stallion, Diana Ross. Wow. That's a mm. that's an interesting mix right there. Um, you also got Tim's on this lineup, which I thought was a great look for her. Um, a lot of different artists on this lineup. Leon Bridges. A great mix of just various different types of music on this lineup and various different artist led levels. You got the legends of the legends like a Diana Ross. You got new legends like Kendrick. All right, I see. I see what these festivals are doing now. Everybody's getting hip. They mixing it up. They putting a little bit of a little bit of something for everybody on these festival lineups. Yeah, I think that's smart too because you want to attract to as many people as you can to come to this festival. Like if you're a Diana Ross fan, hello, you're, <laughs> you can go to Glastonbury and be able to see her finally. So right. I see what they're doing. It's, it makes sense to me. Yeah, man. And Kendrick is actually going to be the fourth rapper ever to headline the festival. 
And the only other three to do it were Jay-Z, Kanye West, and Stormy. Stormzy. <laughs> Not Stormy. <laughs> Stormy, uh, Stormy was performing and headlining at two years old at Glastonbury, if you didn't know. Um, Travis Scott Hard and Kylie me. Jenner's baby. She headlined yep. the festival as well. Um, <laughs> but no, like, I think this is going to be a huge look for just rap music in general, hip-hop in general, um, with Kendrick being only the fourth rapper to do this. And I think it's an amazing look for hip-hop. I'm happy for Kendrick. I'm glad he's performing on all these major stages. Mm -hmm. But at some point, are we going to hop out of the streets and into the studio? Because, like, we still have no update on this album. (laughs) That's what I'm wondering. Like, I get, like, all right, the art and everything. Take as long as you like. But, like, an update maybe? Like, hey, I'm... 50% 50% done with the album or hey you know I'm still fleshing things out it might be a little while longer might be another year like I get taking as long as you need to with the art you're trying to create timeless art it takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of living um mm-hmm. but it's just like why y'all don't want to let people know like why where we at with it I uh, what's the, what, what do they have against that I feel like we we have these uh these talks and these um conversations about like artists promoting the album. I don't think they have an issue with they're going to have have an issue with promoting it when it comes out, but what about just updating people like, "All right, I'm still working on it, guys. It's, it may be a little while longer or oh, now nah, we almost there. We almost at the finish line." Like, wh- why don't they why doesn't Kendrick just, you know, give us a little something something? He's given us the performances, but just let us know about the album. That's what I think would just make this whole situation, like, um, smooth over with us waiting on the Kendrick album. Right. Like, just give us just a little something, like a little picture, another little cryptic message like he did, like, a couple months ago where he said, like, this is going to be the last album on TDE or something like that. That was, like, the last, I guess, real update. So we're in due time for... Another, like a, a mid check-in or something <laughs> some sort of check-in it even if you're not you could say hey look I'm only 20% done y'all got a while to go that will be better than just not knowing like just you announcing all these festivals that I mean I don't think I'm going to be flying to the UK for this I do want to go to another Kendrick performance um soon I've only been to one Kendrick show so I'm definitely due to see more Kendrick shows but I really want to wait until he goes on tour for himself and headlines his own tour because that I feel like is when you get the real artists. Like you get the longer set, you get them doing um, some of their maybe less commercial joints that they would do at a, like a bigger festival. And you just, mm-hmm. I feel like you get a more ac- accurate depiction of the artists themselves. Like when they're on their own tour versus a headlining show. But, um, but yeah, so I'm overdue for a Kendrick show show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not downing him doing all of these festivals, but I'm just like, I like, where is the album update though? Cause you, you said it was your last album on TDE. You, you came out and told us that like unprovoked. So since you gave us yeah. that information, now we like, okay, this is the final album. We're waiting on it. We thinking it's coming soon after that announcement, you announced several festivals. We think it's coming after that and we still have heard nothing. So not rushing the process, but just asking for a little update. That's all. He like playing with our emotions. That's what it is. It must be. It must be. (laughs) But we're going to be still staying tuned for the ride because, man, I can't wait for Kendrick to put out this album. 
So, yes, let's move along. Um, So, you know, Forbes, every year they put out the list of highest paid rappers, their Cash Kings list. Well, one of the contributors at Forbes, or former contributors at Forbes, named Zach O'Malley Greenberg, he put out his own list of 2021's highest paid rappers. And some of these people were expected, like certain people on this list, you just knew they were going to be up there. Other people, it's like, wow, okay, I didn't know you was getting money like that. Yes, so um, I think the ones that everybody would figure on this list and make the most money, um, Jay-Z is at the top. He is at $470 million. One then year? You got, then you got uh, Kanye West. He's at number two with $250 million. Mm. Makes sense. Wow. And then Diddy's at the top three with $75 million. Dang. Mm-hmm. Give it up for getting money. Dude. It's so much easier to make money when you already got it, ain't it? Right. <laughs> and now also on this list, you have Drake coming in at number four spot. He got $50 million this past year. Wiz Khalifa at number five with $45 million, which I thought was interesting because I'm like, okay, wow. Wiz Khalifa, I know he has various different business ventures. I think he got into the cannabis world as well. So I'm like, okay, that must be where a lot of that is coming from. You also have Travis Scott on this list. I kind of thought Travis Scott would, would probably have beat out Wiz Khalifa, but he's at number six with $38 million. Um, which makes sense with all that he does, these various festivals, these shows. Um, I've seen like certain occasions where they say, oh, Travis got a million for this show or Travis got 500,000, 400,000 for this show. So, yeah, no, that that checks out for me with Travis Scott. Um, You got DJ Khaled, 35 million, number seven. Eminem's on this list, 28 million. Number nine is J. Cole. I said, okay, J. Cole. Um, what did he say on the YG song? I was going to walk up a stack of crates, but I was busy stacking cake. Period. We see that that was facts. That was not cap from J. Cole. Um, now, number 10 is where it gets really interesting because there's a three-way tie on number 10. Yes, yeah, so for the three-way tie is uh, Doja Cat and Birdman and also Tech 9 are all sitting at $25 million. That was an interesting one for me. It really was because, first of all, Tech 9 and Doja Cat making the same as Birdman in a year. I was like, oh, wow, that's that's kind of fire. That is kind of fire. And Doja Cat, I definitely didn't expect to have made $25 million in a year. Like being as new of it, kind of as new of an artist as she is, like she's only a couple years into this. And um, she's managed to ascend so quickly already. So that was that was interesting to see, for real. Like, I wouldn't have, if you would have asked me to ballpark, like, how much Doja Cat made, I would probably say, like, $10 million or something like that. But, yeah, no, so that was interesting. And then why Tech 9 was interesting is because Tech 9, like, if you look at all of the other people on this list and how commercial they are and just how big of a worldwide, like, superstar artist they are, um it's kind of like a stark contrast between them and Tech 9 not talent-wise by any means, but just as far as commercial appeal. So that was interesting to see. But Tech 9 has, like, built his own company. He's self-made. He's released so many different albums over these past, like, 20 years. So, yeah, for him to be on that list with everybody else, that shows, like, 
doing you and staying in your lane can pay off for sure. Right. And it seems like he was surprised he was on this list or even recognized for it because he did post about it. And he wrote in the caption, when you're just working with your head down, minding your business and you pop up on someone's list. Exactly. And boom, (laughs) there it is. So if you were wondering who made the most money this year, um, that is the list, according to former Forbes employee Zach O'Malley Greenberg. All right. Now, speaking of people doing their thing out here, we got to talk about her again, man. We've been talking about her so much since the Super Bowl, but Mary J. Blige, she's at it again. She's really catching a second win in her career. Um, This time, she announced a new movie. It's going to be a Lifetime movie, and it's going to be based off of her song, Real Love. So, you know, we got to clap it up for that. And the reason why I get so excited about this and why I champion Mary J. Blige so much, one, because just what she represents to the culture and what she has contributed to music. But Mm -hmm. two, she really got drugged through the mud in that divorce. Like she talks about it in her music on the song Rent Money and things like that. Just not having enough money after her divorce to pay for her rent, (laughs) like having to go on tour so she could pay alimony to her husband who had spent all of the money that she worked so hard to earn throughout her career. Like she went through it. So I feel like Mary deserves all of this. And when I heard about this new Lifetime movie, I was just like, yes, even though she just, Mary just had a documentary a couple of months ago, the My Life Mm -hmm. documentary. Now she got a whole nother thing going on with Lifetime. Like this is crazy. Yeah, she's also going to be serving as the executive producer of this new film, which is only fitting because, I mean, it is her song, I'm guessing, based on true story, has a real story meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be dope. I think it's impressive that Lifetime is still working with Mary J. Blige you know, after the documentary, seeing everything. And, you know, like you said, a second win of her career because it looks like she's not stopping. Like she's doing more, getting more involved and making new music, new endeavors. Like yeah. this is big for Mary it really is so the movie is going to be a coming of age drama and it follows a student named Kendra who who begins her college career in upstate New York and then she meets her film class partner Ben who ends up changing her whole world around so sounds very romantic um they do go through some issues some up and downs but they do fall for each other and learn what love is It's giving romance novel like we used to read in high school, middle school type of vibes. (laughs) I'm here for it, man. I am here for everything that Mary J. Blige has got going on right now. Um, This movie sounds like it's going to be interesting. And of course, Lifetime, you know how they are with these movies. So what they've been doing um, with these artists as far as films are concerned checks out like over these past few releases from Lifetime. So I'm excited about this. I am. Yeah, I am too. I love me a good Lifetime movie. Um, I know our mamas and aunts and Grammys love their Lifetime too. So it's kind of interesting to see the new generation say, well, I love me a Lifetime movie. Because <laughs> you got Mary, Fantasia, yep. uh, all these good Lifetime movies. So mm-hmm. I love it. Yes, Mary in- issued a statement about this movie. And she said, I wrote Real Love based on my real life experiences. And my fans are connected to it deeply in a personal way. It is exciting to now use this song and my music to create a new story by way of film, continuing to build on a pillar of the foundation of my production company, Blue Butterfly. My passions for acting and music now include developing diverse stories with music as the background. Ooh, great statement. Come on. Mm -hmm. Uh, If PR people wrote that, y'all did that. Y'all did that. If Mary, you wrote that or said that yourself, you did that. Because that put it so um, eloquently 
And I really do believe her when she says this, just due to the acting roles that she's been taking, due to um, her documentary coming out, her My Life documentary, and now this film. Like, I do believe that this is now one of her passions. So to see how far she's able to go in this will be interesting. For sure. All right. Now, lastly, it is Friday. So, you know, it's new music friday new music friday <laughs> we got to talk about these big releases man nba young boy and the baby teamed up for an album and it's called better than you yeah we talked about this album a little bit um when they were teasing it and it's out now and i guess they said no features on this album it's just them two going at it so it's a big look okay i'll be listening i don't know i'll be a little bit like you know hesitant to listen to nba young boy these days because I feel like I'm getting involved in beef that I don't have anything to do with. Like the whole back and forth with um, the King, uh, not King Von, um, the whole back and forth with Lil Dirk that he's got going on, the whole back and forth with um, Boosie now that he's got going on. Like I just feel like I'm in other people's business that I don't need to be in when I listen to uh, Young Boy. And then... Um, I know a lot of people were saying things about the baby and young boy releasing this album the same day as the King Von posthumous album is coming out. So there was a whole drama shrouded around that as well. And, you know, um, the King Von project is called what it means to be King. So that's out today as well. So you just got all that drama happening. Um, I am going to check the projects out though, and just see what they sound like. I like the King Von single that was with 21 Savage. I don't play that. I, I thought mm -hmm. that was a little vibe. They put a little visual out for that one as well. Um, so I'm ready to see what this other King Von unreleased music sound like. Well released now, but yeah. Yeah, definitely got to check those two out um, since they did come out today. And since you mentioned the whole beef thing, I'm interested to see wh what the lyrics are. I'm going to be checking Google, be like, mm, well, did I miss anything? Because you know, I want to <laughs> see if they said anything. And then um, another release you got today is RZA and DJ Scratch. They dropped Saturday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater. That's their the title. The title alone just makes me, like, <laughs> want to hear what they're talking about. RZA and Kung Fu, you know, that's hand in hand. DJ Scratch is a legend. So, yeah, interested to hear that as well. Some good, some good releases to get into this weekend, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good note to end on today. We're going to let you check out these releases. Let us know what you think on social media. I am at Asia Sky on everything. Asia is A-S-H-I-A. -A. Sky is S-K-Y-E. And I'm at everything at A-Dub. That's A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. -E -E All right. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. Be sure to follow uh, Hip Hop DX as well on YouTube. You can subscribe to us there at Hip Hop DX. You can follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop BX. Yep. Have a good weekend. We will see you on Monday with more daily news. See ya. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.